Hi again everyone, this is Posty Posterson, and I've got another Super Deluxe special edition of the Super Me podcast for all of you lovely patrons. Before we hop into this one, I wanted to say that uh, it was really nice. I used to connect with a few of you on Facebook and we'd chat about the Super Deluxes and what helps and what doesn't help you get to sleep. Um, so I wanted to say quickly here that I'm no longer on Facebook, but you can still find me on Twitter if you just search for Sounds Like an Earful. I uh, should come up, and uh, I'm happy to connect about any requests you have for these Super Deluxes or sleep music in general. Um, of course, you can always reach out to Scooter and he'll get the message to me, but uh, if you want to connect that way, I'm there on Twitter. And it's always nice to hear from you folks. Okay. That said, let's hop into another Super Deluxe. Tonight's Super Deluxe episode uh, features white noise, primarily. So if that's not your cup of tea, uh, you may want to skip back and listen to one of our previous Super Deluxe episodes. But uh, if white noise does help you get to sleep, this one's for you. I've been on a major kick lately, taking my New Year's resolutions uh, very seriously this year, and trying to reduce things that create noise in my life. For some of us, that's social media or so-and-so at work who distracts us or things that demand a lot of attention but don't really add to our happiness. So for tonight, I'm going to uh, do a white noise exercise where every five minutes we'll go from a lot of noise down to no noise. Back up to a little bit less noise, down to more and more noise, slightly less, and back down until we've exercised all of the noise out of the episode. Getting a little metaphorical here, but you're in for some nice white noise regardless. I hope this helps you get some sleep. Thanks again, everyone, and good night. Hello, hello. Uh, oh, I meant, I meant a waiting room. Oh, um, what am I waiting for? Oh, introductions. 
I don't know. I, I, I guess I wasn't expecting to be introduced to anyone, to be honest with you. Uh, who, who am I being uh, introduced to? I guess it'll be my next question. I'll just wait. Okay, so, so should I sit down? Like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to... I know you, like, are you going to leave and go get the people you're introducing me to or person? Is it persons or persons? Because uh, I'm just saying, if I sit down and then you go get... Like, if you're going to be right back, I won't sit down. Because then I'll have... Like, that's like, I think... A, a, then I'll have to stand back up and, and there'll be that moment... Uh, or if I just stand up, I'll actually be prepared. I could do a handshake move. So, is it, okay, I'll see, I'll, be, I'll just stand. I'll, I'll, I'll hope you're, you're, you're prompt. Uh, okay, good thing I brought my recording equipment. Everybody scoots, I'm here. Could be in a dream, I don't think I'm in a dream, but I'm here in a waiting room. It's not a dreamy waiting room, but it's not bad. You know, one of those waiting rooms that's been made in the last 20 years, maybe even the last five years. It's got uh, sleek sofas. Oh, there's a little fridge with a clear door. They didn't say I could get a drink, though. It looks like it has some drinks in there. Uh, oh, someone's bringing some... Hi, hi. Uh, oh, tea? You're setting up tea? tea? Is it tea for two? Tea for three. Really? Interesting. Okay, well... T for three. Uh, I'm so glad to be at your workplace. Uh, this is your, your, are you the, uh, the T? You're just doing your job. Yeah, no, I was just wondering, you know, where you work. Uh, you work here and inside, yeah. So this, is this the lobby or is this a waiting, this is a, the meeting room. Uh, the greeting room or the meeting room? Okay, so there's tea. Do, do you know, um, is it, does it have the sugar in the squares? Like, because then I could at least say one lump or two. Okay, I'll see you later. Thanks for a beautiful tea set, by the way. Okay, it looks like we have some tea here. Oh, and here comes a person that was... Hello, okay. Hi, uh, who do you have? Uh, interesting. Uh, something familiar. Oh, clearly you are your twins. Oh, hi. You're not speaking, though. Yeah, hi. I'm Scoot. Uh, well, I'm Drew. I'm Scooter. The, the, yeah, I'm Scoots. Scoots Magoots. N no one calls me that, but sometimes when I call myself a name, when I f refer to myself in the third person or the first person, I like to add on a last name. So call me Scoot. If you need to call me Scoot, you know, if you need to do, do that, just call me Scoots Magoots. And then if we get along, you could say, I'm in cahoots with Scoots Magoots. Uh, for fun and toots, like, uh, oh, we have I, I, we have some tea brought out for us. Uh, it's tea for three. Okay, so you're going to go? You want to introduce me. Okay, who, who are you introducing? Oblong? Okay, nice to meet you, Oblong. And Oddlong. Nice to meet you, Oddlong. Uh, yeah, uh, they're not taught. Did I just say, oh, they're, they're, oh, they, they may start talking to me. Okay, I'm sorry, just a little context, though. I just, um, I know I was doing a podcast intro, and then another part of me stepped in to do the middle business part, and now I'm here, 
in a waiting room. I mean, this has happened before on the podcast. So not, not a, NBD, as they say, as you, as you would say in a text format. Uh, but I'm just trying to get some... Uh, oh, so I have... So I'm going to be with Oblong and Oblong for the day. Oh, and get to know them. Oh, they're applicants. Is this like one of those job boards? Like a physical embodiment of one of those job boards? be great if you sponsored my podcast again. It'd be good because it'd be terrific. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of hiring that goes on with my listeners, but is this... Okay. Hi, Oblong, Oblong. Don't worry about it. We're just talking. I don't want, like... uh, Okay, so just give me a, if you could fill, do you want to fill me in in front of Oblong and Oblong? What role or positions are they applying for? Imaginary friend? Imaginary friends, okay. Because that would be strange if they were in competition. Oh, you just shrugged, so they, okay. All right, I guess I'll see you later. So should I be back here at like, uh, what time do you close? Okay, well, I'll make sure I'm back here by then. What, do you, do you, don't leave, though, unless I come back with Oblong and Oblong, because... Uh, can I, Is there a lobby downstairs? Because I just don't know if I need to come... Do I need to come all the way back up here? All right, then. See you later. Thank, never... Oh, never... I actually... I, I, here, Oblong and Oblong, have a seat. Uh, you seem to be dressed in very formal attire, which I guess is good if you're applying... It, I mean... I guess if, if, you, if you, it's tough that you two don't communicate. You're just kind of looking at me. But I was going to say, you're kind of dressed like uh, English school children from a novel. Or, I mean, I'm not saying this is how you're dressed, but what, what immediately I thought of is, uh, you know, I get I get these two mixed up. It's not Amelia Bedelia, but I always think it's Amelia Bedelia. Do you know who Amelia Bedelia is? I think she was someone that solves mysteries, one of the many mystery solvers. But no, I'm not thinking of that one. I'm thinking of these, like, uh, it was like this, uh, another character, and she was a schoolgirl, and I think her class went on a trip to, they were in France or they were French, and her name may have been Amelia. Uh, some reason, your formal attire reminds me of that like we're on our way to school which i guess would be a good place uh, yeah so i guess you two could nod if you know if if you know i'm wrong or you know i'm correct uh well real quick let's have some tea i guess uh i don't really know how teapots work when they're brought to you so I presume there's tea. Oh, yeah, there's tea already steeping. A little presumptuous of this. Is this a mega corporation? do you know? Or a private equity firm? Like uh, Imaginary Friends Incorporated. Do, do you, this is a good question if you're applying to be my best friend. Are you uh, familiar? When I say uh, K-I-D-S, Kids Incorporated, does that do anything to you? Okay, right. So, okay, so that's a good sign. You nodded knowingly or confused. So that's a good move either way. But So the, the, this tea's already made. Would you like some milk or some sugar in your tea? Yeah, you've never had tea in this situation. Yeah. I think this is kind of to, to put a little, um, I don't know what that word is. I saw a formality. 
pompous circumstance into our negotiations. So we'll have tea. Then we'll get, my, my best idea is we'll see where the elevator goes. After we get off the elevator, or even on the elevator, if for some reason uh, this is a novel or something, you know, an adventure story, uh, if you could t- just tap your feet, then I will know... Uh, that you know, well, then we'll exit the building via the lobby and we could just go our separate ways, or I could take you somewhere. Uh, but I would presume they would know they would be prepared for that. So, actually, just tap your feet, and then later on, then we'll do we'll, we'll, we'll just go through the motions. Also, I have to tell you both the truth if I think you're applying to be my best, my imaginary friends, uh. I don't think you could trust my intentions fully. I'm probably subconsciously trying to impress you both uh, with anything I say. Oh, so back to the tea. I think uh, here's a here's a proposal. What if we all have it with a, a little milk and one lump of sugar? Uh, just as then we're on. Uh, just to see, because I don't think. I, okay. Oh, great, great. You're very you're very uh, agreeable. Yeah, so there we go. I do like to... I think, do you mind if I put this um, cloth over my forearm, like, and then... Uh, do you mind if I pour your tea in a fancy way with a, um, you know, a, a whatever they call it? I forgot. My, sometimes my vocabulary is self-limiting. A flourish, that's the word I was thinking of. Something about your eye contact. You're oblong, correct? Right, oh boy. Oblong and Oddlong. Beautiful names. Beautiful, beautiful names. Yeah, so let's see. Yeah. So just stir your tea as you wish. These are teaspoons. They're not actually... Technically... Huh, technically, they're teaspoons. Uh, but, uh, like, as far as the scientific... What would you say? Technically, this is a teaspoon. It's a spoon. We're having tea. It's a tea-sized spoon. Uh, when someone, do you, did, do you know who Abbott and Costello are? Kind of. Yes, uh, because, uh, like, I don't know if they ever did a bit about teaspoons and teaspoons, because you'd say, well, is it a spoon for use in tea or a spoon for the measurement of the, uh, unit, of the teaspoon units? I wish I was, I don't know, no, I mean, I honestly don't know if the teaspoon has to do with the metric system or not, but yeah, I've always want, wished I was on the metric system. I mean, for me, I'm confused either way, so we might as well be confused, to go, like, I might as well be globally confused instead of nationally confused. Uh, so here we are, just uh, the three of us here. So let's slurp. Do you, do you ever slurp your tea? Are you into that? I guess I'm a slurper. Somebody the other day was making like I wouldn't say making fun of me. Uh, tea. What do they call that? Je- jocularly teasing me that I was. A, I, I'm a slurper. Maybe why I drink so little soup. I mean, soup's made for slurping. You got a smile on your face. I'd long out of that one. Because, you know, I was going to say, you know, this, like, that was another great parody song, I, you know, that I never wrote. If we become best friends, I mean, how come I get imaginary friends and best friends confused? Is that what you're here to teach me about? Is uh, the fact that uh, I uh, get, get those things mixed up? Because, I mean, that's, uh, 
it would be good to know. I mean, because we've got a lot to talk about. Okay, let's get moving. Let's get on this elevator. Uh, once you're done with your tea. I mean, I didn't mean to rush either one of you. Sorry, when I said that, you both spilled your tea when you got up quickly. Uh, yeah, let's take this elevator down. I'm presuming, hopefully, oh boy. I'm ho hoping if we press down, we're, we're in a skyscraper. And we're not in some sort of, you know, secret base, you know, thousands of floors below the earth. Uh, I don't know what that would be called. It wouldn't be called Friendship Base. Uh, is this Imaginary Friendship Institute? Imaginary Friendship Institute. I... I guess it's IFI, but it doesn't sound like that would be the first letters. Imaginary Friendship Institute. That's IFI, right, Oddblong? Okay, you two, you two, this is kind of like babysitting a kid. I mean, not that you were babies. No, no, no. I, I have no idea how old you, the two of you are. You seem, I'm not good at that. I'm guessing you're somewhere between 7 and 23. Uh, yeah, Oddlong, I could tell you, uh, you that also... I'm correct and also interested. I mean, but I guess if you're imaginary, what does that mean? I mean, maybe we should, we should probably don't have enough uh, rapport yet to talk about that because that seems like uh, could be something that could be a real thought experiment. Holy oh, boy. What I was saying though, oh yeah, this I should, you're right, I should press button. Oh boy. Thanks for looking at that panel, Oddlong. You're really on it. Uh, I'll press the L. You know, we can't go wrong with the L unless it stands for the landing pad. And even then, that would mean we're going up to the landing pad. Did, did, I, did you know I uh, got a picture with Launchpad McQuack recently? And, and, and uh, also a high five. So, I, got, I mean, that uh, wasn't on my list of things to do, to wish for. Okay, here we go. The, this is a lobby. Man, you want to talk about a lot? I mean, this is like. Yeah, this is a very. This is what most lobbies are like. Kind of. Uh, can, I guess. Does anyone ever write an ode to business lobbies or something like corporate lobby? An ode to corporate lobbies. Silent in the morning before we arrive. Except uh, for those uh, who's, who's, who've already arrived. Uh, waiting for everyone to start their day. The hustle, the bustle, and then we all go away. Old Lobby, you're cold, I'll be honest with you. At the end of the day... Uh, something, something out of we rush out. We all rush out of your view. Why do I need to rhyme when I'm here? Because I don't, I don't know what else I do. Lobby, my dear. But lobby, I'll be honest. Uh, this is, I mean, this is my first time here, but I've seen you a million times before, and this much is clear. It's not easy being a lobby. 
that's the end. I could, I mean, I could go on. As you'll get to know me, you'll learn that. Also, I didn't say any of that to impact the lobby. It's just that these lobbies have a certain feel, like where you're like, uh, well, I'm here. Uh, finally getting, getting some of that fluorescent, sweet fluorescent lighting on me. And uh, and then you're like, oh, I can't get out of here. Yeah, let's go down here. How you doing? Do we need to sign out or anything? No. Okay, great. Now, what I'm not going to do is ask the security person if they... Right, like, because I can't break... Okay, good, good, good. Uh, so, as I was saying, we'll, we'll go out of this lobby and we'll take a left. Uh, I think we're in uh, South of Market, uh, San Francisco, believe it or not. Which is an area, you know, full of, okay, so I don't really know, I don't know this area that well, but we could always start walking, it's a good idea. I'm kind of familiar, I, I'll get a feel for, for, there's nothing I, I mean, if you're applying for this position, you should know there's nothing I love more than being lost. I mean, as long as I don't get to be somewhere on time. So we'll take a left here, and we'll just start walking. You know, we're long, you know, as long as I'm feeling comfortable, which is a narrow window. But, you know, how often am I lost? Usually when I'm feeling comfortable. Um, yeah, let's walk down here. Now, see, there's some sun. Now, this is San Francisco, so we got to make the most of it. There's some sun hitting that bench there. And there's, these are trolley tracks, uh, or streetcar tracks, um, so we could sit here and we'll enjoy the sounds of the streetcar going by. Might be, you know, that might be imaginary too. And, you know, you, sometimes when you're with me, you're going to think two plus two is five, but it, and sometimes I don't know when it would be. I guess like that would be like the teacher would say, "Well, you're lukewarm on that answer, Scoots." Uh, and they'd say two plus two is not five. Uh, oh, it's even. It'd be four. Yeah, but let's sit here and let's have a talk about imaginary friendship because I think you need to know everything uh, about. Uh, now I don't know. Okay, so you don't two don't talk uh, thus far. I wonder, uh, you know, my so I had an imaginary friend named Bill. Yeah, that was my imaginary friend from childhood, which is, you know, ironic because uh, now I'm a friend of Bill's uh, in a different way. Uh, so now I have two friends named Bill. But uh, so, so say, Bill used to say, are you a friend of Bill's? I'd say, well, I didn't remember. Uh, so, so that's what I really wanted to just let you both know. I had an imaginary friend as a child. Don't remember, and I have covered this. I don't know if you listen to my podcast. Uh, it's made to put people to sleep, so most of you wouldn't remember anyway, probably. Uh, but so I had an imaginary friend named Bill, who I forgot about. I'll just be straightforward with you. I'm sure it's a natural thing. And maybe that's maybe that's part of my job. Holy moly! I guess where am I coming from? I should be figuring out how I could be a service to the two of you, particularly since you don't talk. I guess you'd be okay. Let me just not worry about that. Let me just tell you the truth first. 
because uh, it's you know it's it's just, it's just who I am. So I forgot about Bill. I think that probably happens to a lot of people, or maybe not. And you would have thought Bill never existed. So uh, I don't know if they have. I don't know if at the Imaginary Friend Institute they prepare you for this kind of stuff. Uh, and again, I guess out here, just tap your left foot uh, like a tap dancer or a nervous tapper. If any of this you say, I don't want to be an imaginary... Because if you don't want to be an imaginary friend, you know, we don't have to go back to that building. I could... I mean, I don't know what I... Like, uh, I don't really have any space, even for imaginary friends, you know, moving in with me full time. But we'll figure something out. I mean, I'm all, all I'm saying is I've never been an imaginary friend, but I can I can imagine it's not easy... And I would think that old-timers would be like, in this day and age, uh, well, probably old-timers would say, you got it so easy being an imaginary friend because you could just use FriendCon or whatever, or find my human and all that. But I don't think there's, from my perspective, never been a tougher time to be an imaginary friend. Now, that's speaking from someone that was saying that, uh, so I had an imaginary friend, forgot about Bill. Then one day, I remembered Bill. Then I talked to Bill on the podcast. I said, hey, Bill, sorry I forgot about you for about 20, 30 years. Wow, you were really there for me when I needed you. Then I forgot about you. Let's be friends with, let's be friends again. Then I forgot about, then I got busy. I mean, I guess I, I, and I got so busy, I forgot about Bill again. Uh, Then I remember Bill then I kind of didn't exactly forget about Bill, just kind of said, well, let me put those thoughts over here. Then I got, so then I apologized, then I had Bill on the podcast again. I said, Bill, sorry about that. Forgot, I said we were going to be friends again. I said we'd get together. We we did ride a carousel, which was nice. I think the second time we walked around the New York State Fair, maybe, or we did something. Oh, you guys like the sound of that New York State Fair? I could tell. It's it sounds great, huh? And then uh, I forgot about Bill again. There may have been another point where I remembered Bill, and Bill's kind of been in my not my forethoughts and not a hundred percent forgotten. Which I guess to me, I'd say, Scoots, why don't you just forget? Like, uh, but it just rea- I just want to know, want you two to know what you could be getting into. I mean, particularly with the sense that uh, I didn't really, I don't remember putting, um, I don't know how to, like, I don't remember putting out an application for, like, in a call for best imaginary friends. Now, you may be hearing me accidentally say best friend and imaginary friend. So that may be a set of clarification. I think maybe even Bill has tried to explain that to me. As far as my memory goes, I don't think Bill talked a lot. So that might be part of being an imaginary friend. But I guess I'm thinking, well, not everybody has to be a best friend, right? You could be friends with somebody, but you don't have to be best friends or friends that talk every day. And I guess if you're imaginary friends, then... Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just thinking out loud. But I guess I'm thinking that I should find out how to be of service to the two of you. Uh, since you, you're here, uh, 
Uh, so let's let's get walking again. You know, uh, uh, this is uh, let's walk this way. I think we're headed towards uh, where the stadiums are in the water. This is a nice day for walking, isn't it? Yeah. And this is a nice area. We've got some sidewalks, a boulevard. Uh, just me and a couple of imaginary friends walking. The sun shining on us. I didn't... Did you have those hats? Like, when we first started going? Was was that a stu... I wish I... You know, somebody told me about the Amelia Bedelia mix-up thing. And then I said, oh, yeah... But then I forgot it again. Because now you're wearing those hats with those ribbons. I like that. You know, there used to be two twin sisters that would walk around San Francisco. And then we had Frank with a 12 Galaxy sign. I still see Frank sometimes. Uh, then, uh, you, you know, we have had a lot of famous bucks, bu- buskers, uh, like... Uh, I don't know how to say this word. The two gallants, they used to sing like songs like My Madonna. You know, you know who the, and they I think they did the weather one time for uh Nightvale. Or they were part of the weather. Oh yeah, okay. I guess yeah, I'm trying to I guess, here's the thing, I'm wondering if it would be good to have imaginary friends that are a lot younger than me. But not kids, because now that I'm realizing, even though you're dressed as school children, I'm sorry about that. I'm guessing if you're imaginary friends, I'm projecting these outfits on you. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know where. Well, you know, holy Freud. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think. Let's not go there. But I don't think there's anything. It just must be so that you're more. Maybe that I feel comfortable in your presence. I don't know. I mean, we could just agree to blame Amelia Bedelia at this point. And then say, let her solve her own problems, you know, not, or, I mean, if she could solve ours, uh, I'm not, here's another thing. I guess I'm not looking for imaginary friends that are going to solve my problems. Uh, no, no, I'm not kidding either. Hear me out because, um, I guess I've been learning, you know, I forgot about Bill. Let's just say, uh, but it would like uh, that, you know, not everything is that, 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 that word, P-R-O-B, problem. And I'm trying to say, wait a second, this actually is an opportunity. You see, hear people say that, and I'd say, oh, boy, oh, boy. Or a challenge. You say, well, it's a challenge, a growth opportunity. I would say that in a smarmy way. And I still will, holy cow. But uh, that change is inevitable. So I don't know if that's uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Yeah, if we keep going down the street, I can see the water. You know, Red's Java House is down there, and uh, uh, I think uh, the, the Delancey Cafe is around here. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Maybe I'm. I think I'm like 80 blocks off. I am. That's what I always say. Coming the other way. Once we, get, I say we're almost there. And then it ends up being, and then people say, are we going to walk all the way back this way? Because I love walking. So, I'm trying to think, uh, this isn't my shining hour of uh, being able to figure out how to deal with this. Uh, So, I guess it's my understanding 
we were introduced to one another. Your applicants, did she say to be my imaginary friends? Uh, applicants for imaginary friendship. I mean, I guess here's the thing. I guess we like, uh, I, I would love, what am I looking for an imaginary friend? Uh, I guess it one that, uh, helps me folk, like helps me ask for help. Uh, that would be one. Uh, I, I guess it feels weird, I, I, but I want to be honest is, uh, an imaginary friend. I can't, I can't have you demanding my attention cause I'm too, uh, much of a, like, uh, but, uh, you know, I say that doesn't really feel f fair to say, well, hey, how about we go, uh, but, but I guess with a playful attitude, I mean, I can't imagine that, uh, uh, that, uh, like, uh, that this is an accident, because I was just talking about oblong and oddlong, and... That's the Spiegel tent, I think. It's not supposed to be here. What's a Spiegel tent? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it was, uh, what was it called? Cirque, Cirque de something. Not like, a bit like Cirque du Soleil, a little bit smaller. And I guess it's probably, I mean, it's the middle of the day right now, so it's probably, it's beautiful inside. Yeah, let's just go inside. Well, let's just do it. This is the kind of wild stuff I do with my imaginary friends. Yeah, so we came in here. It's open. I would assume this is part of your application. Yeah, this is kind of like the waiting area for the show. So it's a dinner show with circus. I don't know if it's still going on. Uh, but yeah, look around. It's like uh, it's like we're inside of a tapestry. And yeah, this is where people like you, you uh, have like uh, you get ready for the show. Maybe have a snack or a drinky poo. Uh, so it's not it's nice. It's not bad. And where were we? So yeah, let's sit down here. These are some oh, so they got some comfy couches here in the Spiegel tent. Uh, so where was I? I was saying I don't really I don't have any idea what I was saying. Oh, saying, I guess, well, here's the thing. Like, when I hear your names, so uh, the podcast that I make, Sleep With Me, it involves a lot of ovular thinking, which I guess is a bit oblong. And it's also odd, uh, a little bit different. And I guess it would be odd. And it's also long, so you both got that covered. What if you be, how would you two feel about this? Now, I'd have to probably circumvent some of the old, uh, whatever it's called, IFI regulations. What if you became imaginary friends of my podcast and for all the listeners, too? Okay, hear me out. This is an, just an idea. Almost like you were the embodiment of some of the spirit of the show. Okay, well, and no, no, I'm sure you have your own skill sets. I can see that it's a little bit outside the box, and that's why, you know, I brought you here to the Spiegel tent to, to talk to you, because we we're kind of here, this is, feels like a safe place to me. We're enrobed in, uh, tap, you know, uh, fabrics, and we're here just talking, just three beings talking about being and doing and uh, existing. 
Because here's the thing. Here's a, here's a couple of things I've learned making the show. And they keep coming up for me. Uh, one, like, uh, sometimes, here's the, th- the thing about being different and uh, odd. Uh, a lot of times you don't think you are, and then you might notice when there's some dissonance. Uh, and you say, oh, are those, like, uh, you say, well, I don't quite fit in, or uh, uh, people are, they're not, sometimes they're laughing at you, sometimes they're laughing in a, in a way that they're like, I'm not sure if I'm laughing at you or with you. And you, you, sometimes you're just being yourself. And I don't know, for me, I've always dealt with, it. like, I've, ha- I've had a built-in skill set there of just being oblivious, a lot of times not even on purpose, and... I think that's kind of shielded me. That's why I worked pretty well. I don't know if Bill taught me that or I learned it on my own. And then I also have this, like, loner outsider part of me. And then I probably had a part of me that, like, learned that and then uh, reflected it and uh, integrated it and then, you know, treated other people like they are outsiders. Uh, So, you know, amends to make. You know, mistakes I've made a few hop long and not long. But I think that's a pretty universal thing. But there's also, like, this friendship, uh, this kindness, almost like parenting and loving, uh, in a loving appreciation uh, that making the podcast or meeting uh, other uh, broad-minded people or accepting people... Uh, that said, oh, okay, uh, this is just, who you, and I guess it takes time. You know, you two are dressed like school kids. You might not be, you know, you, I mean, who knows what it, I, I guess I never thought about if uh, imaginary friends are 100% human. I mean, you could be from one of those worlds where people exist as beams of light, uh, you know, timeless, infinite light or something. I don't know. That's probably why you don't talk, huh? Yep, uh, but so I guess it's kind of taught me that being odd and being different and being yourself. Uh, uh, I mean, sometimes we do it, you know, say, "Well, I need a little attention," or, or sometimes you do it because you're not feeling comfortable. But then there's sometimes it's just natural, just organic oddness. Uh, and I think odd long, if you're game for it, uh, we could really use an embodiment of that. Uh, because sometimes it really helps to see uh, someone as the spirit, uh, the loving friend of our oddness. Uh, so that would be odd long. You'd say, okay, I'm your imaginary friend here. Oh, what happened? You, you, like, I mean, you're a great listener. I can tell you that much. Uh, and you'd say, okay, well, uh, wow. So, uh, oh, you are, okay, tell me what happened. All right, well, you like making up songs about Hello Kitty uh, with Christmas carols. Okay, that sounds like something Scooter would do. Okay. And, uh, okay, and then some people kind of said, uh, okay, well, yeah, they could see why that wouldn't uh, be easy. But, uh, you know, and then you kind of help people lead them to realize uh, maybe just have have a safe place where they feel their feelings but they feel like in you 
you're oblong. Like, there's nothing that's uh, inherently odd about you oblong. Uh, but you've been you've been odd for a long time. Maybe you are an infinite beam of odd light. Uh, I don't know if it's refraction or reflection that did it. Uh, but this is just I'm making up a backstory for you. Maybe like you were packaged like in a, a toy container. You know, uh, you're from the infinite light planets. You're, I know, I realize you're looking at me like you're not made of infinite light. You're just imaginary friend. Okay. So it's just an idea. I mean, I think that'd be great if we, if I introduce you to listeners, which is happening right now anyway, and say, here's our friend, Odd Long, friend of the show. We don't even have to say you're imaginary. I think that's a little bit... Uh, you know what I'm saying? I think you like this idea. You'll like the listeners. They'll really like you, too. Okay, and then, now, Oblong, you've been listening the whole time, so it's a little bit of, uh, looks like you almost have the contentment blues, uh, which is kind of maybe how you feel before, while you're, you know, I guess you're proud of your uh, sibling there, huh? So, Ob- Oblong, you're also, like, a kind of symbol of, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess an oblong shape is like, I, don't, I guess the word perfect, we don't even have to use it. Am I right? Uh, but you'd say oblong shape is uh, one that's uh, more ubiquitous, under, under, not underrepresented, but you might say you don't get the glory. They never said this is the golden age of oblong. I mean, even the age of Aquarius got a song about it, right? Uh, I don't know if any of the other things did. Like the Oblong Age. I don't know. That was like, I think that one was cut off of, that was like his extra Ziggy Stardust song that didn't make it. Uh, but uh, that, uh, you know, you're a shape that we're all familiar with, that we all enjoy. Uh, but that's, you know, I guess I always just, oh boy, everybody loves those circles and squares and triangles, huh? Holy equilateral. Or great job on that one because we can use it, you know, for industrial purpose. But you're kind of the bridge between the shapes in nature and the shapes of create, you know, of uh, remake or, or, or human creation, huh? I also might not know what oblong really means. I know what it means to me, which is kind of how my logic works. It's a circuitous. It kind of circles around. I guess everybody says our life's like a circle, but I would say it's way more oblong than that. Uh, you know, they say it's a flat circle. I say, well, I don't uh, What do you mean? Like, so it's only 2D? Like, if I'm picturing for oblong, that's like a three, that's three dimensions and... Uh, maybe, I guess there's probably a fourth dimension somewhere since you're an imaginary friend. Uh, but here's one part of you, what I, I could see your role being oblong, is uh, that not everybody's thinking if it fits the conventional model uh, that that's portrayed, or, or that's almost portrayed maybe in a way that's not even actually portrayed as. And I say that as in like, oh, you should do this, or successful people do this, or 
happy people access. And, you know, that's kind of something that we just integrate into ourselves, a lot of us, not everybody probably. Uh, but that's not how it really works in the end. It's more, much more of an oblong thing. Even those people, uh, uh, you'd say, well, that might be the exception to rule anyway. You say, well, I get out of bed, I do 50 things, and then I do some jumping jacks, and then I eat my brain all. Uh, you know, then I, uh, you know, so you'd say, okay, well, that's interesting. And maybe you help us, or both of you together, help us appreciate those things. And that's just in ourselves. I mean, that that's part of it is self-care. But then the other part is the exact mistakes I made. You're helping, maybe, I mean, if you could help me, it'd be saying... Uh, be focused out there and appreciating appreciating that in others and uh, not in a way of pointing it out in a way of like uh, letting those beams of richness uh, impact me and letting me be open to that I mean I know that's heady stuff uh, believe me uh, that uh, you know, there's a, you know, Glide Memorial is not near where we are, but for some reason that just popped in my head. Uh, with a spirit there of acceptance and celebration. That's, I mean, I, I'm not ready for that level of... Uh, I don't think our listeners would think that would be very bedtime conducive. But you, so the thing is, because we have on the podcast, we have characters like Ray and Bernie and Scooter... And uh, Richard Warren Sears, James Cash, Penny, Stan, the Soda Machine, my Nana. Uh, people that I call, mostly people that work in banks, that answer phones, an imaginary sleep pod, you know, different parts of my brain bots. But we kind of don't have uh, two people kind of in the background there. Because I always talk about the safe place of the show... Uh, almost, I don't know, not like greeters, but you know, they had uh, safe presences of the safe place uh, that you could say, like embodiment. I guess that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. They would, we, we, you're safe. You, no, it wouldn't be within. Uh, you, yeah, the safe place would be separate, but you would be the embodiment, the rep- different than the representation of the safe place. Uh, much more than that. So I don't know how did how did you feel about that? Like uh, may, may, like that would be the roles I would be, and again everything changes. So there could be other opportunities, but I would love to have you. And then uh, here's the other thing I could forget after this episode, but I would love to have you here anyway. So when the listeners know it's bedtime. They could see, they could keep a lookout. Like one time, you know, I got gold bug and doodle bug and uh, worm worm p cubes cubster or whatever all mixed up. I think like there's gold bug, and then I thought a doodle bug who's not an, a character. One day maybe it'll be a character on the podcast, but uh, like you could be always there, a presence, a reassuring presence. Uh, Almost a reassuring human presence, because you are humans, imaginary friends of humans, right? 
Okay, well, I don't think we need to go back to the uh, IFI, right? I don't know if I was... They didn't say anything about that. Uh, I mean, I said I was... Because at first I didn't know if this would work out because I'm not super comfortable, you know? But I guess I'm saying welcome to the Sleep With Me family. And I guess you two are kind of curled up with me on this bench sleeping that uh, you'd like the idea. So snuggled in, oblong and oddlong. Like two puppies in my arm, you know, under my armpits right now. So nice. Uh, good night.